interesting people, incredible stories. This is Talk All Things with JP. And welcome to Talk All Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. And today's guest I'm very excited to have on the show. Hard Rock Cafe was founded in 1971 in London. So I've invited Mr. Hard Rock Cafe himself, Rob Hutchinson, to share his passion for hard rock. And welcome to Talk All Things, Rob. How are you, Rob? Very good, thanks, JP. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm very excited. Um, uh, I'm very honoured that you have come into the studio and um, you have your hard rock uh, merch on today. Um, I love I love seeing it. Could you please uh, just tell me what shirt you have on? Uh, today um, it's Newcastle from England. Mm. So we were, um, my wife Naomi and myself were over in Great Britain last August, September and we did every hard rock in Great Britain, which mm. was which was very good. And uh, is that the only one that you collected from there, or did you collect any other? Oh, God. God. Uh, yeah, I spent a lot of money, <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, we started down at the uh, – we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel in London mm. for one and a half weeks in what's called Rock Royalty, and that was just amazing. And they've got a Hard Rock shop there. From there we went to the original Hard Rock uh, Cafe – and then Piccadilly Circus, and then we went up, hired a car, and we went up. We did actually we did a week and a half in Liverpool, and we happened to be there. It was Beatles Week, which was amazing. Nice, but, but no hard rocks there. But the next one was about thirty mile up the road to Manchester. We went to Manchester, and then uh, up to Newcastle, then up to Edinburgh, Glasgow. So we did the whole lot, the whole tour. Mm, nice and. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, how many Hard Rocks t-shirts do you have? Oh, my goodness. Uh, to be honest, it would be well in excess of 300. Wow, okay. Well in excess, and I'd have probably oh, 40, 50 that still got the tags and I've never worn. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> and, um, Rob, if this ever happened to you where um, uh, you, you, you had to clean out your closet <laughs> with all your Hard Rock t-shirts and... Um, you had to throw uh, yeah, sorry. You had to throw some of them away. Yeah. Um, and and I probably could tell that you have a favourite one. Which one would you have to throw away and keep your favourite one? Well, it's now closed, but uh, I do like uh, one which is um, from Saigon, which is um, mm. it's now it's called Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I do like that one, but they've all got special meaning to me, so mm. it'd be very difficult. I've even got, uh, going back into the 80s, 90s, I've even got Melbourne Hard Rock. Mm, okay. And that's closed well, many, many years ago. Nice. Um, so let's talk Hard Rock. Mm -hmm. um, how, going, going back to Hard Rock Cafe, yep. how did it all begin to, uh, for you? For me, mm. well, originally um, I started as a musician mm. and uh, I was in the uh, music industry as a drummer. Uh, I was a professional drummer for 25 years plus mm. and um, I started at home just um, trying to learn the drums uh, by myself, uh, watching t uh, black and white TV in those days, seeing bands like the Rolling Stones, etc. and having a hit there and there 
and I um, eventually took lessons for 10 years every Saturday and uh, got reasonably proficient at doing that. And from there, um, it just evolved that um, I went to the Melbourne Hard Rock Cafe and I loved the memorabilia they had on the walls. And it, I thought, this is pretty damn good. And uh, there was you know, everything there, so I enjoyed that. But uh, how Hard Rock itself actually started was two American guys uh, started a, uh, a hamburger shop in London, mm. London, England. And mm. um, one of their clients um, was a, a very famous musician uh, by the name of Eric Clapton. Now, mm. Eric Clapton was in the Yardbirds, uh, Blind Faith, John Mayle and the Blues Breakers, Cream, and my favourite band, one of my favourite bands, Blind Faith. Mm. Now, he went down there because he, he loved their hamburgers. And one, uh, one weekend there, he, t- uh, he said to them, listen, I enjoy coming here, but he said, I want to sit at this table uh, and have this chair. And he said, what I'll do, I'll give you a Fender Stratocaster guitar to put on the wall. And that's where the memorabilia started. So they mm. took the guitar and a few weeks later, another very famous musician was in there. Um, he was the um, guitarist with The Who, uh, Peter Townsend. And he thought, if it's good enough for Eric Clapton, it's good enough for me. So he said the same thing. I'll bring a guitar in, you hang it up, and I'll sit there. So that's how Hard Rock itself started. Okay. And so that's where the memorabilia. It's actually um, 90% owned now by a, an American Indian tribe called the Seminoles, and they own oh cafes, um, casinos, you name it, they own it. Even Kuala Lumpur uh, in Malaysia, they own that one. They own Bali. They own – it's incredible. So they're doing pretty well out of it. I love hearing about that. And um, you said uh, you were a uh, – you, you love your music and yeah. you, you, were play, you play the drums. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, are you still playing the drums? Yes, I um, put it this way. Mm. I've, I've got many sets of drums. Okay. And, uh, I've got a, uh, a room in the house where it's all set up. I've got my original drums, my second set that I bought – uh, from Billy Hyde, See, he was a very famous drummer in Melbourne. Okay, and Billy Hyde, I bought those in. I think they were 1967. I bought those, and they were from 1963. And they're they're a brand called Rogers, and they're known as the Cadillac of drums. Okay, so I've still got those. I would not part with them. In in one corner of the room, I've got a brand new set of Premier drums, never been used. They just sit there, and I look at them, but. I do a lot of work. Uh, I've got a couple of small businesses which I run. One's called Repurpose Drums by Hutch, and I make clocks out of drums, and I just have a bit of fun with it. But, yeah, I get I get in there probably two to three days a week when Naomi's at work, mm. and I go in there and just keep myself active by having a bit of a hit here and there. So there, you nice. I, I, keep, I keep into it. I love hearing about that because uh, when I was in high school, I think – uh, year eight and year nine and year ten, I I learned to play the drums. Did you? Yeah, and I loved the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely loved it. I uh, was practicing 
every week, one day every week. One day a week, come yeah. on. <laughs> no, I love that. And then what I did. You've got to lift your game, JP. No, then what I did, my one of my cousins had a job yeah. set yeah. And, and they were just sitting there. They weren't getting used. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked him, I'm like, uh, since they're not getting used, I'm practicing the jobs at the moment. I'm loving it. Can I take them up here? And he was like, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. So yeah. I took them up. I took He uh, gave them to me. Yeah. Took them, me and my dad picked them up, took them home, set yeah. them up, started practicing uh, most most days yeah. and then absolutely loved it, didn't want to stop and then I don't know what happened from there, I just didn't love it anymore and I and I gave it up. I must say though, it's one of those things, it doesn't matter if you have a break, you can get back into it. Mm, yes, you, of course. You can really enjoy it. Mm, yes, that I, is, that's I, right. I was in uh, one band, uh, I was in rock bands and rock bands and many, many bands over the years but I was in one band uh, we we played two to three nights a week for, mm. for ten years, so that kept me very interested and paid very good money. Mm. So, but that's when uh, the poker machines came into Victoria and actually killed the music industry. To wow. be honest, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did pre- uh, very well out of it. Put it that way, but I worked hard. Nice, yeah, yeah. And um, Rob, what do you love about the Hard Rock Cafes? Yep. Now, I've been to many. To start with, JP, uh, mm. I'm trying to think. Uh, went we, I think it was firstly we did of all most of Asia. Yep, and they're just marvelous people, lovely people that work there in the cafes, and each cafe has what I call a vibe. So mm. it's the feel when you go into the cafe itself. Yep, it's just an amazing feel and. You're treated very, very well. Um, I always travel um, what we call the hotels we stay at. It's called Rock Royalty. You pay extra, mm. but the service is amazing. You get um, afternoon snacks and you get six to seven o'clock. You can go there and eat and whatever. It doesn't cost any more. So, but we, and drinks, obviously. So that, that's how our lifestyle around hard rock evolves. I find that when oh, I've got a, a lanyard that I wear. Yes, yeah, tell, tell, tell me about that lanyard, lanyard the please. La, the lanyard, um, Naomi takes it in a handbag and it's mm. just covered with, uh, uh, I should have brought it in, but it's um, covered with uh, all the pins that you buy and people give me and so forth. Now, when I walk into the hard, any hard rock, mm. Mm. the first thing I do is I sit that on the, on the, on the table and then the staff will come up and introduce themselves and so forth. And usually they'll go and get the manager mm. uh, because if you're a bit fanatical a bit about hard rock, they want to meet you and they want to talk to you where you're from and so yep. forth. And so they come over and usually then you get a freebie here or a freebie there. You might get a beer or yeah. sometimes you end up with lunch or, or whatever. That's pretty, pretty good. So, yeah, we do that and um, we've done oh, – I'm trying to think we've done uh, – we've only done six in America – Mm. But um, we've done quite a lot in Europe when I say that. We've um, been to Italy 14 times in the last, say, 20 years. But uh, we've done all the hard rocks in Italy. I uh, love, love doing that. Um, we've done Barcelona in Spain and Mallorca in Spain, Paris. Uh, it just goes on and on and have on. You, have you have you done any uh, through the Middle East, or like Dubai? Oh, Dubai. I live there. Really? Oh, Dubai, my goodness. Uh, we stay at Festival City. Okay. Which is uh, 
uh, an area of Dubai. You probably know it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Festival City. Yeah. And Hard Rock is right next door to okay. a, ho- a hotel there. And yeah, I love Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, I've been twice. Have you? Yeah. Uh, I hate to tell you how many times I've been there. <laughs> uh, I, I, honestly, um, because we do the stopover. We'll, we'll, yes, yes, be, of before, course. Before we go to Europe, we'll do a stopover yes. in Dubai. So I've probably been to the Hard Rock Dubai probably 20 times. Wow, okay. So, yeah, they actually know us there. It's quite funny <laughs> because uh, we are doing – one year we are doing a cruise of the Mediterranean mm, yes. and we are talking to a, a young woman there, a lovely person. Um, I'm trying to think of her name. Um, it'll come to me in a moment. But um, – 12 months later, we come back. Mm. Her name was uh, Paris, that's right. And we, um, we, we came back 12 months later and she walked up to us and she said, how was your trip uh, in the, on the Mediterranean? And we were just blown away how a person you've only met this once for a, probably a couple of hours would remember you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm. but no, we, we enjoy our time doing the uh, hard rock scene. So, yeah. Nice, and I love hearing about that. And um, Rob, do you have a favourite hard rock cafe? Too many. Maybe <laughs> maybe what that leaves. Oh, look, probably in America, I liked Hollywood. Okay. Um, Hollywood, yeah, Yankee Stadium was good. Okay. In the US, um, New York was brilliant. Um, it's very hard, but in the Middle East, as as you said, uh, Dubai is just mm. that's huge. It's okay. one of the biggest hard rocks in the world. It's, okay, it's that big, and um, uh, through Southeast Asia, I really liked Ho Chi Minh City. I okay, re- that's now closed, but um, we met a guy there, and his name uh, is Tiffany, mm. and. About, oh, met him about eight years ago and we kept in contact with a lot of the people that work there. We keep in contact on Facebook and um, about 12 months ago, he uh, contacted me and said he's coming to Melbourne. Mm. And so we thought, oh, this is great. So we ended up contacting him back and we ended up taking him out for dinner. Mm. And to That's do, nice. It is just amazing. These are just people... That you you meet even in um, Hollywood. Yeah, um, Dave Izumoto. Yeah, yeah, Dave, uh, lovely guy. Uh, met met him uh, there and became friends on Facebook. Mm. And then a few years later, um, Cindy from Umbrella Support. Yeah, so I know, and and uh, re- uh, my producer from my show name does as well. They yeah. yeah, they went to America together. Yes, that's correct. Mm. And they were in Hard Rock. Um, Hollywood, and I, well, FaceTiming me. Yeah. And I said, um, see if Dave Isamoto's there. Mm. And the funny thing was, Dave Isamoto, he was the one that seated them. So yes. uh, they were able to say hello to Dave and, and introduce themselves as, um, you know, knowing me, etc., etc. And they got on so well with Dave and his mm. wife, Jean, that um, even after the hard rock, they were going out together. Uh, while they were in Hollywood. So, yeah, you just meet some lovely people around the world. Mm. Uh, I loved going through Rome, um, you know, in Venice. Venice is just 
gorgeous. I love the Venice Hard Rock. Mm. Uh, that you sit there and just outside the window is all the gondolas. And you just, it's just amazing, beautiful chandelier. It's a, probably about two metres high of Murano glass, bright red Murano glass, and it's just gorgeous. But again, each place you go to has a different vibe, and I think that's mm. because of people are different right around the world. But I, I find that in Asia, uh, they're just amazing feeling against other countries. But then again, we were in um, Mallorca one time and we are on a bus tour going to see, you know, as you go to see these uh, churches and monuments and so forth. And I didn't know there was a hard rock in Mallorca. And Naomi's sitting on the bus with me and she sees a sign that says, Hard Rock Mallorca. And I said, you're mm. joking. So stop the bus. So the bus stopped. We hopped off and went. And, and walked up to the the Hard Rock in Mallorca, which was just amazing. That was just beautiful. Uh, another one is Barcelona uh, in Spain. Um, we do uh, your bus tours in the morning and they take you all to the monuments and the markets and whatever, but then they give you three hours free time to get back to the cruise ship. Mm. And so the bus actually stops right outside of Hard Rock every time. So we get off the bus and we go into Hard Rock and we don't move and we just eat and drink. So Nice. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lovely spot too. And uh, uh, Rob, while uh, you're travelling uh, yep. uh, on all these trips for your Hard Rock, uh, your love of Hard Rock cafes, and for me, music puts me in a very relaxing mood. So I'm just wondering, when you're travelling, do you listen to music? And oh, yeah. if you do... Would, do you have a Spotify playlist? No, no, I don't have a Spotify playlist. But, okay. But I'm a rock musician. Mm. So um, we used to do a lot of um, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Led Zeppelin type. So I'm in the heavy style rock, but I'm also a, um, a blues fan. So I like the blues music, you know, B.B. King, John Mayle. Uh, mm. It just goes on. It, it just, yeah, but yeah, no, I love my music. I really do, but... Um, just going into the hard rocks, you can you can actually they come up with an iPad and you can choose whatever song you want to and and you can watch that on the big screen and yeah yeah it's pretty cool. And uh, Rob, uh, this question um, I will always ask my guests. Um, now uh, loving your hard rock cafes and I've got my famous time machine. Now if you could step in there and go into the past and you know see all the hard rock cafes you've been to. Or, you know, if you could choose and go to the future and see all the future hard, uh, hard rock cafes coming up, yeah. which one would you choose? And you can only choose one and why. Wow. What would you choose? Mm. No, it's... Well, Ho Chi Minh's uh, finished. So if that came back, yeah, I'd probably choose Ho Chi Minh. It just had a... The um, wonderful atmosphere, the vibe or whatever you want to call it. It was just a marvellous place. But, yeah, that's closed. Um, oh, there's, look, there's so many great places. Uh, hotels, you know, Bali's mm. nice, mm. Kuala Lumpur's nice. Uh, one was we stayed at um, Palm Springs in the USA and that's now closed. But that was that was lovely too. Um the, the best hotel is definitely London. That is okay. just just beautiful. Yeah, I'd probably go back to London tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I love hearing about that. 
Rob, and uh, I, I'd love, I, I just want to say uh, thank you very much for coming into the studio. I love hearing um, you talking about your Hard Rock Cafe. Um, you know, personally, um, I didn't know a lot about these Hard Rock Cafes, and I've definitely learned a lot from you today. <laughs> no, thank you for having me, JP. It's, no been, it's been an absolute, absolute pleasure and very professional, so thank you again. No worries. And a great chat from Rob. Love listening about hard rock. Thanks for listening to Talk of Things with JP. I'm your host, JP. See you next week. This has been another episode of the Talk All Things with JP podcast. For more, check us out on Spotify and chuck us a like on Facebook and Instagram.